0: One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Hey y'all, welcome to WJMS Media. We're so excited to have you introduce yourself, give us your background, give us your little elevator pitch.
1: Okay, well, we are Wrecking Roses. Um, we're an Athens-based band, and yeah, I'm Devin.
2: I'm Sebastian. Thank and you I'm
1: guys for coming. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thanks for having us.
0: Thanks for coming. Um, give us your background. Where did you guys grow up? How did you get into music?
2: Okay, I'll go first. Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'm Sebastian. I'm actually, I was born in South America, I'm from Peru. And uh, me and my mother moved to the States uh, when I was about two or three years old. She kind of had, she already is very familiar with the area, so she didn't just spin a globe and like close her eyes and pick. Um, (laughs) She studied abroad here in high school. And uh, music had kind of always been a part of my life. My parents did music, and I just kind of picked it up around middle school. And uh, I was like on and off for a little bit, but in middle school, I just kind of picked it up and never put it back down.
0: What did you, did you play an instrument? Did you start singing?
2: So I started with guitar first. Um, I had some small familiarity with it, and then eventually it grew into singing. And mm-hmm. I've just kind of practiced both uh, almost every day since then.
0: Love it. Um,
1: yeah, so I my parents were both musical theater majors, so they were like Broadway babes. I had no choice but to mm-hmm. be like Chicago in diapers for my whole life. But we always lived in Athens. My dad was a drummer too. So I grew up kind of on the road between Athens and on the road with him as a drummer, but I didn't have a choice. You know what I mean? Like it was right. training from two years old, this this is your destiny. And then I think I was 12 and I saw the CMA awards and that was it. I was like, that's that's gonna be me. I wanna play guitar, I wanna play piano. Um, and I got super obsessed with it. I was between Nashville and Athens all through high school um, and just kind of, yeah, balanced it that way. and. I guess we've both kind of been
0: obsessed ever since Yeah. And you, you're a dancer too. Yeah, yeah. i play mean, a role with the music?
1: Um, so I really only started dance because it was just a visual representation of what the music looked like.
0: Mm-hmm. And that
1: was really interesting to me. I loved watching contemporary dancers paint a whole picture for someone that maybe didn't connect to the lyrics just verbally, but they could see it. Um, so that's really what got me into dance. And that's, I think that's what keeps me going with dance.
0: I love that. Love that there's like a big connection between like being able to visually see the music. Yeah, yeah. People that can't hear it as well as a musician. Um, How is the Athens music scene compared to the Nashville music scene or any other ones that you guys have played in? It's a little Uh,
1: smaller, but there's still, I feel like there's a lot of musicians here. Music town for sure. I feel like any Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we can find a band. There's always someone playing. There's always, I feel like a big connection music in Athens.
2: Yeah. So I actually got a chance to experience Nashville with her sometime, I think, in August. And it was my first time and just kind of seeing the difference in what the music scene was like comparatively. And a lot of similarities, too, which kind of brought some comfort because it still felt like I was at home. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely do agree that there's it's not hard to find life music.
0: How did you guys meet and how did Wrecking Roses come to be? So...
1: (laughs) So there's this brewing company, Academia. um, And I had a friend that was working there who just started saying, you know, I know you're trying to get your music out there. You should just show up, start showing up at brunch and just play, (laughs) couch and play. So I was doing that for a while. And then eventually they were like, okay, you you don't suck. So we'll have you at night, right? We'll have you for the dinner rush. So I was playing outside and Sebastian showed up and just stayed
2: the whole set. Me and my mom... I was looking for more things to do out in Athens. I'm trying to get more plugged in the music scene. I had heard that the brewing company does live music like every Thursday night. And I had just kind of started going. I think it was like my second or third week. And I actually went there with my mom. And I saw her, and she was just crushing it. I sat front row, and I told them I actually have a cajon. And
1: uh, like in the car, like had a drum in the car, just yeah. ready to go. You go. Grab it, I'll be right back. Uh,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and um, we got connected, and
1: uh, we didn't really start jamming right at first, though. Yeah, like, like we like became Snapchat friends. I wanted to scope them out, you know. Yeah, and uh, after a while, I was like, this kid's funny, like, <laughs> we, this could be fun, this could be a lot of fun, and it was, and it was. And I feel like we like started jamming. And that was it. Like, as soon as we started jamming, I was like, this is it. This is this is the vibe.
0: When was this first meetup? I mean, like June? I think so. June, I guess, June last or
2: summer. May.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. May or June, somewhere around there. It was like it's last like last Kind of new ish. Yeah. Definitely yeah. new ish.
1: Yeah. Not it's even exciting. a year. Still babies, but yeah.
0: <laughs> that's so exciting. Do you guys write any of your own music? Are you a cover band? So we do like- a lot of.
1: Is just when we play bars and stuff like that because people especially in Athens you know it's a college town people want to sing along and everything but I think writing is our main passion about yeah. everything um, and we'll play you guys a song later or part of a song that we have some original stuff that we've been working on
0: well I can't wait to hear that's awesome if you guys could give any piece of advice to a younger musician looking at going either the college route or just going like straight music career what would that advice be Oh, you guys are in a college town, so I'm curious to hear your answer.
2: I would say get familiar with like how starting it affects you and don't lose that passion for it because passion, don't lose the passion. And don't lose the, uh, the discipline
0: mm-hmm.
2: of it because motivation can help, but it also fades. Discipline is everything and just find ways to get better and better and try new things every day and get to know your instrument like inside and out.
1: I think for me too, um I took like a lot of music theory class and I thought that that was, you know, the end all be all like I just thought if I understood everything about music, that would just make me an incredible musician. And it's not to discount that at all. I do think we live in a generation now where labels and music, the whole music industry is so different. We don't really live by the rules that Beethoven set necessarily. Um we live in a, in a like a vibe kind of world now. So you can write a song that doesn't really go by the laws of music and people still like it now. So I don't want to discount any like classical training or, or music school, or anything like that. Like I said, like I was like a Broadway babe. So I think that that has all of the foundations in it, but it's also, there comes a point where you can become so obsessed with the school of music and just music theory that you almost lose the creativity and the drive of what really pushed you to just love it in the beginning. I think that is just as important as being just plugged in with other musicians around you and like constantly having that inspiration and that creative flow around you. I I think they kind of work hand in hand.
0: Love that. Who is your guys' largest music inspiration? You have an answer
1: yet? I asked you this last
0: night. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hot topic.
2: (laughs) It changes a lot, but I know in the beginning, For a very long time, it was Jason Mraz. Mm. And just his, he had so much lyrical prowess. His music always would like kind of consult or discuss an issue. And then at the end, it would find a way to resolve it. So it was like telling, a it was like watching a movie. You have the beginning, you have the whole plot, you have your issues and then it resolves in the end.
0: Yeah, he's such a storyteller. Yes. So visualize it. And that makes it so fun when you get to listen to his music. Yeah. I
1: think for me, I have two kind of. So vocally, I really pull from Sam Smith. Um, I could run his riffs every day <laughs> for the rest of my life. And then lyrically, I have a band that I'm just very proudly obsessed with called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. And lyrically, oh, you're a fan? You're a fan? Yes. Oh, so Love We actually just saw them uh, for New Year's Eve. Oh,
0: wait, Where? Yeah. Uh, they were
1: at the Eastern in Atlanta. It's like a smaller music. I venue. saw
0: no- I saw Noah Khan there. At- oh,
1: okay. We love him too. We cover mm-hmm. Stick Seasons. Um, but yeah. yeah, they they were so amazing and just they were so theatrical and happy. And their lyrics, I love that they fit the whole story in very unapologetically. They don't care how many words are in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I just yeah I love their storytelling.
0: It's such an, a niche sound, but if like you love it, that that is the best. And yes. harmonies,
1: man, they have the harmonies. They're so talented.
0: So talented. Um, How would you guys describe your own sound? I think we're like a country indie mix.
2: Yeah, a yeah. little soul in there, a little pop.
1: It's like country, but not tiny. <laughs> it's okay. not like banjo, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I think we have a little bit more of a, like an indie vibe to it.
0: I love that. Going back to kind of the last question of Largest Music Inspiration, but if i turn on your spotify playlist right now who is at the top of your playlist
1: oh rainbow kitten for me oh. i'm gonna call you out for this because if again if you don't john mayer
2: <laughs> it's not john Mayer. <laughs> i do pull some from john mayer but i my spotify list right now i would say brooks in the bluff Okay. Yeah. they opened for RKS.
1: Yeah. And they were super
2: good too. Love them.
1: We're just like shouting out all these bands now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, what inspires you guys to keep writing and creating music?
1: For me, I feel like I save my friends a lot of uh mental stress. If I write about it first, I like decide how how big of a deal maybe it really is, you know. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like something is the end of the world to me. And then once I write about it, I'm like, no. Silly little goose. It was never that serious.
2: (laughs) For me, it's just been a part of my life so long now. It's just like, what would I do if I didn't? Yeah. So yeah, like, how would you just
1: deal with something? I'm not going to write about this. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
2: exactly. And like, it's from like every aspect of life, like the good and the bad. I have songs that are that I've written just because they were funny to write, (laughs) and I just I I don't show them to people, but (laughs) it's good to get some things out, and it just makes me feel whole and better as a person
1: i feel like there's also like a documentation of life that writers kind of go through and that you know drives us to like a lot of us don't journal or we don't diary or we don't you know have somewhere where we really write down these big moments in life but i can play a song and know exactly where i was in life where i was when i wrote it how much i connected to it and i think that that kind of drives us a lot as artists too. It's just like we like to document our own lives or whatever, but that's, mm-hmm. that's our artistry.
0: I love that. It's such a creative outlet that not everyone has, but if you're in that world, that's such an awesome way to release all those things. Describe your p- favorite performance. Where are you guys performing in Athens? Give me the energy, paint me the picture.
2: Roadhouse. Yeah, I think it just yeah. happened.
1: So last was that last week?
2: Yeah. This was nice.
1: recent, actually. We just played Roadhouse last Thursday, mm-hmm. and that was a venue that... We'd wanted to play for a while because we had gone and we had seen other bands play. Some of our friends had played. I think that, that makes it more special to you sometimes when you, it's a venue that you've already gone to see other bands play. You've already been an audience member and then you get you know your time to be on that stage at that venue. But we just, that was the first time we ever hit capacity mm-hmm. at a bar and everyone stayed the whole time. If you were at that show, thank you so much because you guys were amazing. Um, they just like screamed every song and we're so excited and supportive and it was just such an energy from the room i think that was our favorite that, yeah. was, that
0: was a good one that like gave me chills i wish i was there to see. <laughs> <laughs> how has social media played a role in your guys's music career are, do you have a group instagram personal instagrams a tiktok account because nowadays everything is so on social media how are you advertising
2: uh yes we have all of them. He said, oh,
1: yes, we do have everything. Um, I think, well, we had individual Instagrams, obviously, mm-hmm. before. I feel like you don't. if you don't have an Instagram, it's like you're sketchy, right? Like you have some kind of media. So we had our own, and then we started, when we really became a band, we started a TikTok and an Instagram, um, neither of which are blown up by any means. But... You um,
0: never know. You never know.
1: Yeah, you never <laughs> know. And I think for us, that's it's definitely a plan of attack, if you will, for our, our new music that's going to be coming out as well as even if the videos aren't really going viral or or anything like that, there's videos that we've posted that I can see how we originally covered the song. And now that we've been a duet for a long time, and I know how different they sound now, it kind of, at least for us, shows us the growth of where we were, how a song used to sound and what it's adapted to. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's cool for people that listen, because they kind of get to watch that and like grow with the songs with us.
0: Yeah. A little digital diary. Yeah. Love that. You said that you're working on some new music coming out. What are the upcoming projects? What are you working on? When are they coming out? What should we be looking for from Wrecking Roses?
1: So it's, I feel like slightly secretive, but not really. We have, some, uh, we have some new original songs coming out on Spotify and iTunes uh, this spring. And then we have more gigs coming up. We're actually playing at Roadhouse again, February 24th. That'll be a Friday. So that'll be, uh, we'll be like playing original songs at that show. And yeah, but this spring, this spring is kind of our our target goal for our stuff. Yeah.
0: That is so exciting. I'm so excited for you guys. Going off that new music, if it's secretive, we will move on to the next question. But is there a specific event that happened or any lyrics that you could share with us or like the meaning behind those, any of those songs?
1: Like a special song to us? Or... Yeah,
0: like an extra special song.
2: I'd say for this one, the one that... Uh, we've been working on this one actually for, well, we've been thinking on it for a while. And I'd say, like, an inspiration that kind of mainly came from it is just bad relationships and how they can turn bad and argumentative.
1: Like, really toxic, fast. Yeah. 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 That's a fun one. Yeah. I love that's, that. that's our song. It's called um, Badder Than You. And it is kind of a just like going at each other yeah. fight. That's the one that we'll play you a little bit of it at the end. Mm-hmm. And then we have another song too called Brought to You by Nashville, Tennessee. And that song, I think for me is really special because it was, uh, it was a song we wrote the first time we were in Nashville together. And the song, I don't wanna like give too much away cause it's coming out soon, but um, the song lyrics are really a play by play of exactly what happened in that trip. And it's just, I think maybe some of the most honest writing just yeah, a little bit like open up into our lives kind of song. Oh.
0: That's so amazing. Do you guys write together? Do you collaborate? Do you write on your own and bring it together? What does that writing process look like? Or is it different for every song?
2: We'll, we'll normally do either or. I like, feel like you're
1: one of the only people I can write with.
0: And
2: not yeah, I agree. Be,
1: uh, like, it's hard to find people, right, that you can yeah. write with.
2: Right. It's hard to find people that you can write with because, for me, in my experience and the people that I have found it difficult to write with, I just feel like it's just consistent. Like, it's criticism from my perspective but then it also kind of feels like it's just consistent negativity. Right. And then I feel bad, Devin here is the first one. I feel like we match each other's energy and yeah. ability and talent.
1: Well, for a, a long time too, because like I said, like we didn't start jamming together right away. We became friends and then we were friends that sent over songs all the time. It would be every single day. It was like our text messages were <laughs> <awesome. Yeah. laughs> Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, he was writing individually, I was writing individually, and then we would just bounce ideas off of each other. We would just record 10-minute freestyle songs and send them to each other. So I feel like we kind of had an idea before we even started writing together mm-hmm. that we were going to match up. We had an idea, like, we both thought the other one had very intelligent lyrics, and I think we had a mutual respect going into that writing session. And then it just started happening, man. It was, it was like I would come over, Sebastian would have some gorgeous piano, composure that I could never play and then lyrics would just happen. And for a while, I feel like it was like maybe a bunch of nonsense. There weren't really set songs. We would just spitball, like I said, 10 minute freestyle songs. Yeah. And then we were like, okay, we can kind of take this a little bit more serious. And then we started adapting real, real songs out of it. But we definitely have our fair share of just ridiculous songs
0: too. (laughs) That's the most authentic things come out of when you guys are just messing around and are inspired. Yeah. Yeah. Love that process. If you wanted to collaborate with anyone, who would it be? Or if you could open for anyone, who would it be?
1: Oh, my God. Okay. RKS. Uh, RKS. <laughs> yeah, anytime that they want to have me. In case they are ever listening. I know every single one of your harmonies, so hire <laughs> me. Um, a bucket list for me. I've always wanted to open for Miranda Lambert. I love what she does for women in country music. So I think that, and, and dogs also, if you don't know, she does like a dog drive at every show, and like you bring oh. dog food, so... I would want to support that. Um, that would be a, a dream for me. Who would yours be?
2: I think I'll, now I'll say it. Probably John Mayer.
1: Now it's John Mayer. Okay, I he was yeah. coming
2: up. <laughs> I would just like to have a nice guitar battle with John Mayer.
0: Yeah,
1: I think you guys
2: could really go like head to head.
0: Yeah. little chill. battle back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite live song to perform? Favorite cover at the Roadhouse? What was like the top song? Oh,
1: right now I think mine's Valerie.
2: Okay. Oh, that's my favorite song.
1: Yeah. oh really
0: i yeah, love and it i always Thanks. have to have a dance party every time it comes on
1: and i well i think too like whenever we play valerie mm-hmm. like we we love it for our reasons like we love the parties <laughs> in the little mm-hmm. ways that we do it but then everyone knows that song and that seems to be the one that it doesn't even matter what kind of music they're into when valerie comes on it's like drinks down oh, everybody has sure. got to be
0: singing along singing along on the dance floor full wow. out giving a full-on performance I have to ask because I'm not a singer. And I feel like if I had a voice, I'd be singing constantly. But do you guys sing in the shower? And what is your shower song?
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, <laughs> uh, we're actually roommates too. So it's, oh,
0: there you go. yeah,
1: I was like, yeah. I think last night you were even hearing me like scream Hamilton
0: yeah. from yeah. my shower. <laughs> Hamilton, I could talk to you about Hamilton forever. I know why their hair is up in the first act and down in the second act. Like. Yes. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're speaking you know, my language.
1: <laughs> our go-to, I feel like, and there's so many harmonies. You can just pick whatever whatever note you want. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> but,
0: which, which is your go-to song? I have oh to
1: god. Know. Uh satisfied. I oh. think yeah. you just like that's just like a like cry your eyes out. When
0: you like how, you get to rap it, you're singing, you're, it's yeah, like, it's
1: a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. What's your shower song? I feel like you're like such a like a drifter. Like I always feel yeah.
0: like yeah. I, I <laughs> will <laughs> You gotta use those bathroom acoustics.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're so great. I think it's cheating, and I've used them for so long. <laughs> That's so what many, <laughs> yes, So many of my old videos are of me in the bathroom. Like, I'd come home from school and just stay in the bathroom for nine hours.
0: What strengths do you guys think that, ha- that you both have that make you a great mu- musician?
1: Hmm. Like, individually or together? Both. Okay. I think maybe my <clears> – <throat> that always feels weird to say, like, something good about yourself, right? You know. But um, I think for me, and maybe it's that my dad just like drilled it into me, I do feel like I'm like uh, very drilled in notation. And <laughs> I think that that's what I rely on. When we're ever playing a gig and it's so loud in the bar or something, you can't even hear yourself. That's like what I really have to depend on is just training that I know the note I'm supposed to be singing. And then we'll answer yours, and then I guess we'll do it together.
2: I'd say for me, it's kind of like, a, a little of the same thing. I didn't have someone drilling it into me, but like, I always like...
1: You do that to yourself, though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I always did it to myself and I still like do it. Just anything for the sake of the song, like, how can it be better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that's mine.
1: And I think, well, maybe we have a different answer for the together. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like uh, just because we are so close that when we're on stage if something is going wrong maybe, or the harmony doesn't seem right. I feel like we, when you really know someone, we can just look at each other and just it's fixed. Like yeah. there's just a, like a split second communication mm-hmm. where we know exactly what we need to do. Or uh, even if we decide that we're gonna totally change the note of where we're going or we're just gonna drop it down. I feel like mm-hmm. there's a, a split second where we decide that. Um, and I think that that is a strength that we have together.
2: I think so too. I think another one of our strengths would probably be like just how much we can bounce off of each other. I guess that's essentially the same thing.
0: Yeah, we vibe. Yeah. We'd be vibing. Yeah, we vibe. <laughs> that's the most important thing. If you could give one message to your listeners, the people at your shows, what would you want them to know about Wrecking Roses?
1: Well, that's a good one. we <laughs> want to know. I think selfishly, we want them to know that we have music coming out this yeah. <laughs> this spring um, and like where to find our shows and, and things like that. But um, I think a big, big one for me is just Thank you so much for either showing up to a show or turning your phone up when you see us on TikTok singing and anything like that. And it's just yeah, a big, yeah. a big thank you. Cause that's this is our favorite thing to do. And ultimately we couldn't do any of it at any level if people didn't listen.
2: Yeah. Right. And we're getting better and we're not gonna stop getting better. So stay tuned. Uh, that's like, like
1: the code of like if you don't like us yet, hold on. Yeah. Like give us a little light.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I love that. What is the best piece of advice that you both have ever been given that has really stuck with you? Hard to like pull out right on the
1: the slide. I read, this like came right to my memory right when you said that. I saw Ed Sheeran for the first time when I was, I was young, I think I was like 19. And he was asked that question and he said, you can't have a plan B. And I think my mom at first was like, no Devin, you need a plan B. But uh, right, like that's the parent the parent way, but Ed Sheeran was saying, you know, you can't have a plan B because then you're always going to know that you have a plan B, like you have to wake up every single day and know that you have one job and it's to make this happen, and you have one job and it's to get better at your craft, and mm-hmm. that plan B isn't going to be there for you. Um, and I just decided not to have a plan B, and it's been working out It's for been, been working <laughs> out.:
2: I agree. I think this kind of bounces off hers a little bit. Chase your dreams because you can fail at things that you don't want to do. So mm-hmm. what other option do you really have?
0: You
1: might as well fail at something that you
2: wanted that you
0: to love. do. Yeah. Right, at least yeah. you tried. At least you tried. Yeah. Love- that was a really deeper question. Total 180. What is the most useless talent that you have? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: have so many. <laughs> I-, I don't think I have so many.
1: Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah You know, like, yeah you do
2: <laughs>
1: we're both really good at impressions we're not doing yeah. that
2: but <laughs> that's
1: a that's a late night yeah we're both really good at impressions okay here's one i am really good at building card houses i don't know what no, i don't know way. how I. Yeah, yeah. yeah no oh i am amazing um like an empire i could build
0: how did you figure out that you could do that
1: like um what? i was honestly sitting there talking to someone one day and i was like doing it and they're like how are you doing that sweetie and i'm like what do you mean you just do it and I, I yeah i don't know and i'm not like i don't have a steady hand i can't draw anything but yeah card houses so i got you i'm like an olympian
0: that's so funny
2: well i can't believe you didn't know this. mine's lame compared to hers. <laughs> <laughs> that was yours i wouldn't call it a talent but like i'm learning to juggle sort of
0: okay yeah, so
1: this been is. Is a- it like the
0: one, two, and you like switch it really close? Three. It's three. Oh, and you, like
2: intertwined.
1: Don't let him fool you because anytime that the juggling practice takes place, there's also like clown music in the back. There It'll is. Like, like it makes him better at it or
0: something. Okay. It's motivation. The ambiance has to be set. Yeah. Be yeah.
2: i to up to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a whole. It's a whole scene. The yeah. production. You're, yeah. Awesome. Two more questions and then I'm so excited to get a little sneak peek performance. But what about music? Can it be the writing, the lyrics, the harmony? What about music makes you feel passionate? Ooh.
1: For me, it's the harmony. There, there is a point of harmony that I hit and I cannot describe it to anyone else that doesn't just like love harmony, but it is my soul just floating away into the abyss. <laughs> and someone asked me pretty recently, you know, how do you they weren't a music person? They're asking me. How do you know when you're doing the harmony? How do you know when you're on the right Mm -hmm. one? And I was like, oh, like your soul. You feel it in your soul. And they're (laughs) like, that's not an answer. And I'm like, no, it is. But it is. Um, And I think that that's it for me. Because I could Mm -hmm. sit down for 12 hours and do someone else's harmony. I don't care if I'm ever the main person. I will sing your Mm -hmm. backup vocals till the day I die.
2: I'd say for me, it's probably like the satisfaction of completing a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's also like, it's very fulfilling. I like that fulfilling feeling. and. I'll just keep doing it, I guess.
0: Love it, and I can't wait to hear more. Last question, if you guys could change anything about the music industry, what would it be?
2: Oh, I think we're gonna have different answers. I think so. Yeah? You first.
1: I think for me, just being a female in country music for as as long as I have been, I definitely see a difference in how female country artists are pushed and pursued by labels Mm -hmm. versus how male country artists are, I don't think that there's, I mean, I don't want to like, that's like the common thing, right? Equal opportunity. But I do definitely see kind of a, it's harder for girls to get on the radio. And some of it is for protection, you know, like they don't want to have someone that could be a liability if someone were to say something inappropriate to them or someone were to make an inappropriate gesture and then that female were to go to court. And that's not a reason to not push them on the radio or push them to labels. So I think that that's something that I've, uh, experienced and seen firsthand that if I could just snap a finger and change, would would definitely be that. And I think it kind of goes a little bit um, ageist too. I don't think that younger artists always get the same opportunity that maybe someone in their 30s gets, just because they're looked at as more of a seasoned performer. But I've seen so many 16-year-olds mm-hmm. that can play. You know, any any adult in the room. So I think yeah, just like a, if there was a way to have true equal opportunity of just, you have the talent, you have the skill or you don't. Um, And that be all that was really pursued in it.
0: I love that, completely agree. (laughs) I would say
2: a lot of the rules that there are when it comes to like, once you start getting recognized and you start building a team, like with labels, management, publicists, there kind of starts to become like a box that they put you in that you have to be able to function creatively. Mm-hmm. And I would say they make it difficult to kind of like help you be yourself and also kind of let the music be able to be free. I feel like there's a lack of creative control for the artist and I think that should be implemented.
1: Yeah, I think I'm not adding on yours too, mm-hmm. but I also think that there's a, um, we have a way of thinking about people in other professions and a sense of like, oh, you're a doctor, so you're a doctor right now, but then you can go have a private life and you can go um go out with friends and things like that, not just be photographed and everything like that. And it's expected that you have two separate lives, right? Like you're not a brain surgeon at dinner, but <laughs> right when you're in the entertainment industry, it's a completely different idea of who you have to be 24 seven because people don't want to see you be someone that they don't know you as. So when you're in the entertainment industry, I feel like you almost don't get granted that you can be, you can show up and work and then you can have your own life and be in your own person. And I think that we should kind of give people in the entertainment industry more, yeah, leeway to like really be who they are so that they can keep doing the thing that we want them to do. Right. in love with them doing.
0: Totally, because then it takes away from the creative aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Thank you so much for ask, answering all my questions today. We would love a little sneak peek of your guys' yeah. song.
1: Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. So we're going to play you guys, uh, we'll play you like half of it. I think you're out of frame. No, you're in. You're
2: in. Yeah. Okay.
1: So this song is a song that we wrote together, and this is the one we were talking about earlier. It's kind of a like a toxic relationship, a little bit of a <clears throat> battle between relationships, and it's called Badder Than You.
2: Nova State Walk is worse than goodbye. I'm gonna get drunk. I'm gonna get high. Finally met the end. Well, it's
1: about to end time. But
2: before you, you go, we saw one more fight. You don't treat me right. you
1: never kiss me goodnight.
2: All just meant to love the world to make you move. I know every guy that's been with you. You know that the girls talk too. Whoa. I won't eat up badness this year, ain't No, I won't even remember
1: your name. I got to get up and go. There's better things to do. If you want to be bad, I can't be better than you. And if
0: you want to hear the whole song, come to Roadhouse. <laughs> hey! You guys are so amazing. Your voices sound so beautiful together. Thank congratulations you. on everything i'm so excited to see what comes thank you so much for coming on wjms today thanks have an me. awesome day <laughs> oh you too thanks thanks for listening to wjms media where media is reimagined you can check us out on our instagram facebook twitter and TikTok. also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com and we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything